Delph is a collective architecture and design practice based in London, working on all skills of projects. The firm stands by exploring and creating spaces that make meaningful and positive impacts on the way we live, work, and play. And through a fresh approach to every project, they let individuality lead to the projection of joy and connectivity out of project. So we thought that it is fitting to chat about architecture as a learning space for generations with Alex Rayer, the director and co-founder of Delft Architects D. So thanks a lot, Alex, for being here. No problem, nice to, nice to be here. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Will you tell us about your background and about the studio? Yeah, sure. So myself and my co-founder, Edward Martin, uh, set up the practice around four or five years ago. And um, we've grown as a collective into a team of 10. And we work on a, on a range of projects between residential education. We do some work in the public sector, uh, public spaces, and sometimes some sort of in installations, small scale uh, interventions in the city as well. But our background is primarily education and residential work as a sort of design-led collective in, in London. Cool. How would you describe your design approach then and uh, what inspired it? I'd say that we, uh, we set up the practice as, a, as a, yeah, a collective of people who are design-led and, um, and want to be curious through design. Uh, the name Delve, it stands for being um, explorative, being curious, investigating. Uh, so we always interrogate the brief. It's uh, one of the first things we do. Um, we're always challenging ideas and so our design approach I guess is, is explorative and curious um, and really never sort of working to the norms always trying out new things. That's cool so aside from that um, what do you think about architecture as an avenue of learn for learning maybe not only uh, for the designers but also maybe for the users? Yeah I, I think it's, it's really critical I mean we work with at the moment, we're working with a lot of nursery schools of early years education, completed some projects in that sector. I think it's crucial, really. I mean, education is a fundamental element to our society. And I, I don't think you can say that, you know, architecture is the most important part of that. The people who are um, educating and, and, you know, the providers of early years of primary and higher education facilities are the most important people. But I think design offers a, an opportunity to create those spaces that, improve well-being and improve the the space that you can you can learn in um, so i think we have quite a, an important responsibility as a as as designers to to sort of create those spaces where um, the the avenue for learning is 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 easier uh, and a better you know a better facility to be in yeah yeah maybe and also like spaces that spark conversations um, you know that can also be an avenue for learning yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, just creating little interventions in a in a space where people can meet and, um, you know, have interactions that maybe they wouldn't have done unless you, you know, create that sort of opportunity. So, um, and it's the approach we, we do with early years because they're, they're an interesting client to work with. But um, the way young children use spaces is very different to, to older, older children or adults. So it's quite an intriguing way to, uh, to sort of set out education parameters. How have you crafted spaces that foster connectivity and joy? I think this comes down to our, our design approach, really, as a practice. So as I mentioned earlier, the way we set up the company was to really be explorative and, and, and interrogate um, people's briefs before we start putting design ideas forward. 
And we always want spaces to feel like they're individual and fun. Uh, Colour is a big part of our work. Um, we want design to be dynamic and we want it to sort of sell and sing the personality of the, of the users who are, who, who are uh, appointing us to design for them. So I guess it's about creating, um, yeah, interest and joy through, through personality, I guess, in, in our design. Mm -hmm. And then outside of the um, social aspect of the outcome, how do you approach sustainability in your practice? Uh, so, so, I mean, the th probably three things that we look at would be um, health and well-being of, of users. So generally bringing more light, uh, fresh air, um, understanding how people are using the space and, and making sure that's improving the overall well-being of the, of the people there. Um, from a building fabric point of view, reduction of um, carbon emissions through, through increased thermal efficiency. A lot of the work we do is on refurbishment. So we're, we're taking existing building stock and, and making it a much higher performance. Um, and we question whether sometimes, you know, should you build or should you keep existing structures? Sometimes we'll, we'll actually suggest doing less construction work because, you know, the construction industry accounts for something like 40% of carbon emissions across the globe. So it's a huge consideration and, and sort of responsibility. Um, and in that sense, we would also look at materiality as a, as a key part with embodied carbon. Um, kind of a cradle to cradle approach where we look to try and specify materials that can be regenerative like timber um, or recycled materials where possible. And there's some pretty amazing suppliers out there now. So yeah, I think that's probably our, our key approach that we would, we would take on, on almost every project. That's really nice. Do you want to maybe share one or two of your projects that show us just that? Yeah, sure. So I mentioned we work with some some early years uh, nursery providers. We've just completed a, a fit out project of a former warehouse in in East London. Uh, it's called the Learning Tree. And it's for a nursery client we've been working with for a number of years. Um, what we did is we took the shell the shell at the space and we decided we would pretty much try and avoid any plasterboard, any paint uh, where possible. So we took a timber uh, a timber approach to all internal partitions. And we fitted out this 5,000 square foot space into a 100 child nursery, um, sort of centered on a, on a sort of dining core that acts as the center heart of the building. Um, and it's been really successful. And I think the children have really engaged with the idea of the natural materials. We, you know, we've used recycled rubber flooring, um, used sort of low VOC finishes with the cladding internally and, you know, natural pine timber for all, all internal petitions. And, it was kind of one of the driving concepts and it's it's really helping sort of educate the young minds as well about about why it's important to think think sustainably through through design mm, that's sweet <laughs> lastly in your opinion how can a transformative architecture help enhance interconnectedness between people and the environment yeah sure i guess um sometimes i think in, in construction and in architecture it's slightly disconnected from maybe everyday life and, and, and everyday users who, who maybe don't know much about um, how the construction industry works or, you know, this sort of elements of, of a built project and how, how it is put together. So I think maybe a bit more transparency on that and, and education between um, uh, professionals in this environment and, and how we deliver projects and the responsibility of, of you know, bringing a more sustainable approach to how we build and what we deliver um, is really important. 
I think maybe also just allowing an opportunity for people to improve their own well-being without necessarily needing to you know, pay thousands of pounds for new new built work. Um, we're, we're looking at this approach for a competition we've entered recently for the sort of home of the future and how could we could we allow users to maybe adapt and grow their uh, their house in a way that's more sustainable and understand how to improve and regenerate your own property without you know needing to, to you know, buy new materials and um, maybe that's it maybe just just a better education on how how the built environment works can, can connect us a bit better to sort of our own individual impact on 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 the natural environment um, but that's a pretty big challenge <laughs> yeah no, I, I do agree with you that, you know, having that better quality of life, um, I think sustainability should be accessible to a lot of people and not just a selected few. So um, I think, you know, my favorite part about uh, this interview is when I asked you about how you approach sustainability, um, you immediately answered uh, health and well-being. And I do think that personally, uh, having that personal connection between a space, users and users between users is really nice to have in a, in, in a work of architecture um, because the impact can be beyond how it looks, you know? Yeah, thanks. Uh, no, I think it's important, isn't it? Because if, if you can't have your own opportunity to improve your own way of being sustainable or sort of seeing how you impact the environment, how can we expect uh, millions of people to change the way they live unless you sort of give an opportunity to it? And I think it has to be, has to sort of work both ways, you know, it can't just be policy driven. I think it has to be educationally driven um, so that, you know, younger people now are understanding why it's important to think that way. And uh, or even on a sort of basic approach of why you, why you do certain things and why, why you're going to affect the environment and what you do but i think sometimes as architects you can get a bit carried away with sort of the wider macro level solutions to problems when actually we should be thinking a bit more user-centric i think and um yeah people-based but <laughs> can't think of a better way to end thank you so much alex for sharing today um really appreciate it no nice to nice to speak to you thanks for having me on